0: Jesus Christ has risen, and he is the open door. Well, how you doing, America, and welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, I talk about the pursuit of happiness, And I show the world that, yes, us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located and listening on the platform you love. And that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, or any other number of platforms we are on. You can find all that information on the WordPress.com, our Facebook page. Uh, Go check out the Twitter page. Go check out TikTok. So I, and to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm going to start off with tonight is TikTok a little bit. Uh, I started up a little firestorm, not big, but a little, it's a little spark. And I, I think I really ruffled some feathers on the left and on the right. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. If you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, you understand you see me in the brothers just searching studio. We have the one, the only man standing behind the computer and eating beef jerky has a Hezekiah you see his hands in the in the screen now you might be on the audio side like Hezekiah well that is producer Hezekiah he is in tonight helping us out and ladies and gentlemen I'm excited because I like when this happens because I I just could focus on the story just a little bit more and uh I'm just I'm ready ladies and gentlemen I am ready to jump into my opinion of the start of this episode because I, I noticed something this week ladies and gentlemen and I I, I, I got upset, yes, but it more disturbed me than anything. And that is last week's story on Donald Trump and his Constitution statement. As we know, Donald Trump put out on True Social, and he made a, he made a reference of terminating rules and regulation, even some in the Constitution. Now, I was told that I misrepresented that. I was told that I, I I said things that wasn't right, and I, I don't believe that. I believe that my... Because I read the statement. It wasn't that I thought this up. I was uh, quoting from mainstream media. I was honestly quoting from Donald Trump's own tweet. I can't say tweet. His truth social posts. Now, he did come out after all the firestorm and said that this was all fake news and that this, you know... Did all this, uh, the media was, was pushing this because they don't like him and, and everything like this, uh, like that. But um, I understand he's saying, but his quote basically said, hey, terminate rules and regulations, even some in our own constitution. So you have to uh, assume that he was talking about terminating some of the constitution, which I don't care who. It could have been Abraham Lincoln that made that statement. I would go ahead and say something about it. Well, wh- why am I bringing this all up again? Because Monday, I went ahead and I took a snip peek, a little, a little clip of that episode of last week, of the last time we were together, last episode on the Cajun Conservative. And I put that on TikTok. And of course, the, the line on TikTok was, Trump was wrong on his constitution statement and i went ahead and i i explained just briefly of what why i believe i believe he was wrong well ladies and gentlemen i i got i just got bombarded with messages on tiktok of people telling me well isaac you didn't read that right are you misunderstood what donald trump said now i did have some people from the left telling me yes right on you did a great job um i even got to a point ladies and gentlemen where i had a comment and the guy my my response to him um he gave me a thumbs up for the response and that's why i'm making this video right here because of that response but i had a i had one guy comment on my tiktok video and he said well we know who you stand with you stand with the white house Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be blunt with you. I don't stand with nobody except the Lord Jesus Christ. He's my savior. He is my Lord. I put him first in my life. He is everything to me. I stand with Jesus Christ. And that's the only person I stand with. Secondly, I stand for truth. And that is what I told this individual on TikTok. I told him I don't stand on any political party. I stand on truth and ladies and gentlemen, look, this goes both ways on, on, on truth, by the way, because the next day I put out a clip talking about Twitter and the stuff that went on last week when Elon Musk dropped all the, all the, all the, uh, the information about how the Biden administration helped TikTok censor certain things. And I had people telling me that, oh, this was lies, or oh, they, they, they were, there was just attacking me because I went ahead and attacked the their precious liberal party, the Democratic Party. So I'm, I this is where I'm going to come with right here, and I know I have said this before, but I want to go ahead and bring out my mission statement for this podcast and for brothers just searching, uh, or for me preaching the gospel, or me teaching young people. I stand for. The truth. I don't stand in alliance with Donald J. Trump. I don't stand in alliance for Joe Biden. I don't stand in the alliance of the Republican Party. I don't stand in alliance to the Democrat Party, the left, the right. You can put any label on it. And ladies and gentlemen, I felt full I felt the full effect this week on TikTok. Because one day you had. The leftists praising me and the conservatives putting me down. And the next day, you had the conservatives praising me and then you had the left putting me down. Because of one thing, I came against Donald Trump and I came against the Biden administration. And that's what I tried telling people, ladies and gentlemen. I tried telling them, I am not for one particular Group one particular political party. Yes, I am a conservative. Yes, I am a Republican. But my mission on this podcast and all my other podcasts and all the other media outlets I work on is to give you the truth and expose the lies. I stand For truth. And I don't care if it's coming against Donald Trump. I don't care if it's coming against Ron DeSantis. I don't care if it's coming against Ted Cruz. I don't care if it's coming against uh, Joe Biden. Or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Or Nancy Pelosi. I don't care. If they do something wrong. I will tell you the truth. About it. Or if if they're they're lying about something. I'm going to tell you the truth. That is my mission statement i stand for the truth i mentioned early in this segment that i stand for jesus christ why you he standing for religious no i stand for the truth jesus said in john 14 6 i am the way i am the truth i am the life he said i am truth because i'm standing on truth i'm standing for him i know i'm starting to get a little preachy right here But ladies and gentlemen, I am standing for the truth. I'm standing for what's right. I'm not standing on political parties. When I first started this podcast, and I've told a testimony of this on Brothers Just Searching and on this podcast a number of times, but I I guess I have to reiterate it. Because there's some in this line of work, or there's some that listen to people like me and tell me that I have to be alliance to one person or a political party. Talk trash on the others, but don't talk trash on my people. I read Phil Robinson's book, Jesus Politics. If you have not read it, please go get it. And Phil Robinson made the argument, and I agree with him. That Christians today are more relying on what the Republican Party says, or if you're a Christian and a Democrat, on more what the Democrats say. And there's not enough Christians relying on their their biblical knowledge or relying on what God tells them. And I have been on that on this podcast and on Brothers Just Searching. I want to be more biblical than political. And I understand I don't always talk about my faith on the podcast. I don't always bring out a gospel message. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to stand up for truth. That is the whole reason why, well, one of many reasons, but this is one of the main reasons why I did this podcast. Because I got tired of the lies. I got tired of people saying things and you had young people and older people in general, all all people in this world believing lies. And it, I don't believe there was enough people telling them the truth. Now, if you follow me on TikTok or you follow me on Facebook, you follow me on the audio side or the YouTube side. I, I hope I made my point clear in this episode. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but you see, we as Political commentators, we have to realize we will hurt people's feelings. Because you see, we live in a world right now where I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. The truth is going to hurt somebody's feelings. The truth might ruffle feathers a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, I I, I said it on my last podcast and I'm going to say it again. Like Donald Trump, these last couple of weeks, I have seen a different side of Donald Trump that I don't like what I'm seeing. But I I would be wrong if I come behind this microphone, you the audience that put your faith and trust in me to tell you the truth, and I come behind this microphone and I don't say nothing. Now, I'm telling you my opinion. I'm not telling you that should be your opinion. And look, I like debating. People that that debate me on TikTok, I don't care. I will respond to you. But I had more people trying to defend Donald Trump in his last statement on true social. Then anybody ever tried to defend Joe Biden. And ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to say. That that everything that Donald Trump does is wrong. Or everything Donald Trump does is right. Or Joe Biden. It don't matter. I want to stand up for truth. And ladies and gentlemen. I label myself as a constitutionist. I believe that document. It's, yes, is not perfect. But. It is this is a sacred document in our in our country that needs to be upheld. That need if it needs to be amendment, there's a whole process in the Constitution how to amend the Constitution. How to add an amendment to the Constitution. It's all laid out in that document. And I think it's wrong that if anybody says that we need to replace it. And look, I'm gonna quote Mark Levin because I heard Mark Levin and he made a good point. The Democrat Party, how much time we got left on 13? Uh, Okay, so three minutes left. All right, let let me try to wrap this up in three minutes. So going back to Mark Levin, like I said, Mark Levin went ahead and quoted this. Mark Levin said that the Democrat Party has been trying to change the Constitution throughout the years. And when they say we need to amend the Second Amendment or we need to do something of that nature, the Democrat Party tries to change it in the body of the Senate or in the House or whatever. And we come against it. We come against them trying to change the Constitution. We come against them trying to refine, redefine things. We, we come against, as conservatives, we, and I don't know any conservative that would say, oh, we don't do that. And they do. So why is it right when we go against the Democrat Party for trying to wanting to alter the Constitution and not go ahead and bash a Republican that says they want to terminate parts of it because they felt they were robbed an election? Ladies and gentlemen, we would be hip, hip, uh, it would be it would be uh, hypocritical of us to do that. Now, Mark Levin didn't go on to the last part was me, but ladies and gentlemen why go ahead and bash one group of people for doing something and not bash our group when they do it as well. And la- ladies and gentlemen, look, I-, I will call out, like I said, I would call out Abraham Lincoln if you wanted to change the constitution. And look, I'm not trying to go back to that. I'm just, I want you, I'm using that as example. I want to be on the side of truth. Now the Democrat party, unfortunately, on this show, I, I, I attack them more because they, they're going outside the lines of truth than the Republican Party. But I, I want to make my point clear and my mission clear tonight. Well, today at the time of this podcast. I want to stand up for what's right and truth. And if you don't like that, um, if you want to stick to one side of the political aisle, so be it. You have that option. But I want to stand on what's right and what is true. And that is my mission statement. With that note, we're going to be taking a break. We'll be right back. How are you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette. And surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsaw, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at three three seven eight five two eight zero four three. 852 8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the Company. Cleansed and made us whole not one, hug, not one soul. all right everybody welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun conservative show I want to ask for your forgiveness because um man my sinuses are killing me right now so <laughs> if uh, if I sound congested or you hear me st- something like that i apologize in advance um we've been fighting uh sinuses in my home and all that good stuff so you know we're we're, we're gonna make it though we're gonna make it so i a guy you mind starting that clock for me sir if you don't mind so now i understand why big people you know with producers we have to talk to producers every so often so you're doing a good job though sir you're doing a good job give yourself a thumbs up Hey, there you go real quick all right guys uh before we start on uh the the news of the week which there's a couple of big stories i would love to to touch on uh but i want to i want i want everyone to know this ladies and gentlemen shark week is now apparently racist you might be asking what am i talking about well the discovery the the the, the station the cable news network Go, every year goes ahead and do something called Shark Week where they emphasize on sharks, the white shark, this shark, that shark. I don't know if they show jaws or whatever, but they just, they emphasize the whole week on sharks. And the Washington Post published a report on Monday, slamming Discovery Channel, Shark Week program featuring too many white males as sharks experts and continue to pundit negative messages about sharks. Sharks are offended. I don't know who told. I, I wonder. I wonder who was the um, the source that spoke for the sharks. Kai, did you call the Washington Post and tell them that sharks were offended by Shark Week? It was them. Oh, it was them kids. That that. Yeah. Okay, that's probably what it was. But who? So who's speaking for the sharks, ladies and gentlemen? This is getting out of This is getting out of hand. The Washington Post really took time to write an article. Slamming Discovery Channel because there's too many white males as sharks experts. Come on, really? I'm just, look, you, you really have to be going, you really have to be picking at the bottom of the barrel. Shark Week, ladies and gentlemen, Shark Week, animals. And negative messages about sharks. Um. Look, I understand Jaws. I understand all this, but negative message about you're telling us, uh, uh, you you you're you're explaining the science of a shark. My goodness, race baiting at its finest. Shark Week is racist. Ah, I just when I read this, I'm like, you serious? Shark Week. Because too many they, they they show too many white experts. You, re- you really I'm sorry, Washington Post, you really have to be going to the bottom of the barrel to be to, to be trying to, try to find an article to write when there's look there's so much more stuff to write about. And, and look, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really I really dive into this this hobby of mine. Throughout the day, I'm looking at news articles and making sure that I bring the relevant stuff to you, the listener. Wherever you're listening, if you're listening to it on YouTube, Apple, or you're listening on uh, the short uh, three-minute uh, pieces I put on TikTok, I want to make sure that my content you know, is related to you and that you, you, know, you find some use for it. That's why I went through the whole first segment of talking about the truth. The Washington Post really wants to race, bite people by saying, hey, all these white experts on sharks and also negative messaging on sharks on the Discovery Plus. So they just cancel it. That's 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 really reaching for the stars right there. That just that burns me up when you have. More articles you can write on. More more things relevant to people in America, but you know, you're gonna go ahead and write on sharks and discoveries being racist because they have a shark week and too many white shark experts. I don't know. Anyway, let's go ahead and continue. So Tuesday was the runoff election between Warnock and between Walker and unfortunately. This is bad news for the Republican Party. Democrat Warnock defeated challenger Walker in the Georgia high stake Senate runoff elections. Um, while the Senate majority has already been decided, Warnock victory in the last ballot box showdown of 2022 midterm election gives the Democrats a 51 49 margin in the chamber and a bit of breathing room in their razor thin control of the senate now um ladies and gentlemen if you notice the last couple of months well the last month i didn't really quote polling i did bring this out that it would be a close election i did believe that because of the last election uh tuesday night i i didn't stay up super late the polls closed at seven uh uh, six o'clock our time seven o'clock georgia time and i started seeing the numbers come in and uh warnock had a big league starting off And I started doing some comparison on the counties and everything, and I was and I looked at uh, Brian Camp's map and um, the the map that was going on on Tuesday night, and I was just looking at that. I was like, well, if Walker wins this one, this one, and this one, he wins the race. By the time I went to bed at eight thirty, it didn't look like that was happening. And I woke up, I think. 30 11 o'clock. The race had already been called for Warnock, so Georgia did very well this time, putting out their votes and letting us find out. Especially when early in the week we started hearing stories of how it might take days because it might be a long process. And is the look? I have the same thought process as I did with Featherman and uh, Odds, the Senate race in Pennsylvania, where I said it's kind of funny it would take days and days if the Republican was leading, but it they knew who was winning and then we understand that with the numbers and the counties and there's a process and it's more difficult for a republican to win in certain states than others we know this now reading this article from fox news i i started seeing a lot of things that i didn't like in the senate race as for the republican side one is that warnock spend twice as more money then he, then his opponent, Hershon Walker. Warnock, I think, spent uh two to three margin. I'm trying to find uh, the 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 real quote right here. Ah, uh, let's see, let's see. But anyway, they, he spent um yeah, man, I'm trying to find it right here. Let me see. They have all this. I I hate articles when they go into way too much details. I like. Short, simple, and let's go with it. But anyway, but Warnock spent twice as more money as the Republican. Whose fault is that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Republican Party. I hate to tell you this. Uh, look, Republic, I hate to say it for, you know, sometimes conservatives are way too conservative. Well, Isaac, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, we, we got to run on principle. We got to run on standards. We got to run it. Yeah, but if you're not getting that message out, you're going to lose. See, that's one thing I can say about the Democrat Party. If you agree or disagree with their messaging, they get it out. They get it out and they go full force. You never hear of a Democrat running short on cash. You hear Republicans always asking for money, money, money. Please send us money. Please get, donate to our calls. You never see a Democrat. Why? Because the establishment, the Democrat establishment, make sure that their candidates have money and they get their message out there. Unfortunately, the Republican party, they don't do that. We seen from the, from the midterms of November, Mitch McConnell didn't like you. Well, guess what? Screw you. I'm going to keep my money. I'm going to give it to somebody else. And because of that, we lost the Senate and we nearly won the house. We almost lost the house. Ladies and gentlemen, it, 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 this red wave, and I was even caught up in that, didn't happen. We nearly lost the House, and we lost the Senate. Why? Because Republicans refused to help other Republicans. Mr. McConnell, if you wasn't in Mr. McConnell's camp, well, guess what? You didn't get none of the money from the Senate campaign fund. And if you were part of Donald Trump, well, Donald Trump's team, did if you didn't like Donald Trump, well, you didn't get none of Donald Trump's money or the people that backed up Donald Trump. So I think that Republicans, and I like being conservative. Conservative is right. We should conserve on a lot of stuff. But on elections, go go on out with it. You know, hey, spend that money. Spend it. And I think that's one of the reasons why Hershawn Walker lost. Now, Hershawn Walker could have been relying more on his name than anything. Look, there were some things Herjohn Walker said as well that, that was really head-scratching. Head now, majority of his message was right. But ladies and gentlemen, this man lost the race and he thought that his name name would carry him over the threshold. And I've been noticing this. And look, I'm not, look, I'm not somebody that's going to bash Trump all the time. But I, I think we need to call balls, balls, and strikes, strikes. A lot of people that Trump endorses. Was not on the basis of experience. It was on the basis of if they like Trump and they believe the same way he believed about the 2020 election. And that don't win candidates. We we and I think we we saw this in the twenty twenty two midterms. We need to do a better message in messaging. We need to we need to go ahead and put our message out there better. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that the Republican Party likes running on principles. I know the Republican Party loves, uh, loves running on a higher standard. But if the Democrat Party is outspending you two to one, you're not gonna win. Because the message is not out there. They're running way more ads than us. They're, weren't, they're running way more campaign events than us because they have the money. The Democrats, the Democrats, that's look, that's how they win. They spend money and they spend lives and they spend attacks and the republican party wants to be the bigger better person i understand that but you need to to open up your pocketbooks and spend money to get these people out there also what we learned on this election um it ain't all donald trump's fault i'm gonna go bring out look i said this a lot of trump candidates a majority of the, the big candidates did not win their election carrie lake didn't win um, uh, odds didn't win. Walker didn't win. And a lot of people are putting this on Trump. Well, if you remember Trump announced he was not going to go ahead and campaign for, uh, her Walker in December. I have personal beliefs on that. They're not, they're not confirmed or denied, but I think there was a lot of Republicans that asked Donald Trump not to do it and possibly Hershon Walker as well. I can't confirm or deny that, but that's a personal feeling I have. Now this goes to an because you remember everybody after the midterm election was Donald Trump's fault. Anybody that Donald Trump campaigned for, they lost. Now you can come with the argument saying, "Well, Herschel Walker campaigned with Donald Trump early on." You can, you can make that argument. But if Herschel Walker or any of the other Republicans asked Donald Trump not to not to go and to and not to um and not to campaign with him, shouldn't that got him more votes? You see ladies and gentlemen there's a there's a lot of blame to pass. I just don't blame McConnell. I just don't blame Donald Trump. there's a lot of things that the Republican Party could have done better in his midterm cycle and they didn't do it. They're still making mistakes. Kevin McCarthy's in a battle for House Speaker. There is talks of collusion with the Democrat Party ladies and gentlemen. Instead of the Republican Party saying, hey, we're going to take our punches and take our victories, and let's go ahead and try to stop what the Democrats are doing, they're fighting on Capitol Hill. Who's going to be the big dog speaker? Because everybody's hungry for power. Andy Biggs, I know you're a conservative. I like Andy Biggs. But come on, man. Vote McConnell and uh, vote McCarthy and go forward. No. They, they, they're fighting for power. There's a lot of things in this last midterm and this election that did not go right for the Republican Party. Um. Now, let, let's, let's break down what this means for the Senate because this, it's not 50-50 no more, ladies and gentlemen. It is 51-49. Democrats did have the Senate because of the tiebreaker vote with um, uh, Vice President um, Kamala Harris. So what does 51-49 mean? Well, it's not an even committee split no more. So last two years when the Senate was 50-50 Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer had to talk about a lot of stuff. Yes, the Democrat Party had the control of the Senate and Chuck Schumer got to decide what went on the floor but a lot of things had to been talked about with Mitch McConnell now the committees are shifted so and I use for example 10 so if there was a committee of 10 senators because of the 50 50 vote it would be five Democrats five Republicans but now that it is sitting at 51 49 It is six Democrats, four Republicans. See how that works? That one vote, that one Senate seat helps the Democrats out tremendously. As the article said, a raise a thin margin, it gives them breathing room. Because a lot of legislations that went to draws or that went to things that uh, went to ties that could not be broken in committee, guess what? Now that one vote can get a lot of things to the Senate and that's where the house comes into play as well because you know the, the Republicans have it if anything passes the Senate and it goes to the house it got to pass a 218 threshold so guess what the the Republican Party should stop a lot of things the Senate does however the Senate can do a lot more stuff like trying to stop the filibuster a lot of people don't realize that and this is where I'm gonna go with my last point. Georgia, why do why the heck? Republicans in Georgia, why the heck did you vote Warnock if you did? Huh? What you trying to do? You trying to cash down my vote? Well, you voted for Brian Kemp. Why would you go ahead and vote for Warnock? Well, we want to be fair, we want to be balanced. No. You just stopped the only way to stop filibusters. Well, uh Joe Manchin and Christian Cinnamon won't let that happen, really? They only need 51 votes and it was one of them flip. Ladies and gentlemen, this 51 seat hurts our country more because the Democrat party is the party that's calling for the end of the filibuster. The Democrat party is the party that's trying to that, trying to cram socialistic ideas down our throats. This was a big, big upset for the Republican party because they wanted to try to keep that 50 50 Senate and to try to stop the Democrats as much as possible. Now you, if, if, if Warnock's going to be the, the Senator, that 51 seat, you're going to start seeing a lot more come out from the Senate. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back after these short messages. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. my peace when this old world seems to get me down. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. What a great midweek episode, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm excited to see what god has in store ladies and gentlemen uh i gotta look at the dates uh we're probably not gonna have an episode the day after christmas that'll be the 26th um i don't want to spend christmas in the studio so you know if you can go watch go listen to the best of the cajun conservative just go look at some of the best episodes we have 140 this is episode 141 i believe Um, Go check it out. So the Monday after Christmas, uh, December 26th, there will not be an episode out. um, And (laughs) we might not have one for New Year's Eve. Well, we might only have the the midweek episodes. I will film the Thursday after. I'll do something the Thursday after. But uh, to spend some time with family. Uh, but, But yeah, but on that note, where I was going originally with that is, again, the year's almost up. Um, 2022 is, is about to be in the rearview mirror we're pushing forward for 2023 uh, we will be having some louisiana politicians as guests hopefully in the next year uh, we already lined up a few of them we're going to announce those when they have been confirmed in the dates uh, but I, I cannot wait till 2023 we also got the governor's race i'm going to be talking about a lot of louisiana politicians a lot of politics in louisiana uh, i'm, I'm going to throw that in with national i'm just i'm excited for 2023 um, we've grown. I mentioned that in the last one, uh, last show. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we got going on. Uh, but until then we're finishing these last couple of weeks of 2023 with a bang. We're going to be trying to uh, try some new things and all that good stuff. All right. So let's talk about Joe a minute. I haven't talked about Joe Biden in a while. And I, I, I want to bring out a few stories. Uh, but last, uh, Friday we had the Twitter, uh, dump. Of files and on in the Twitter files. These, these files show that the Biden administration or the Biden campaign team at the time proved uh, that, that, that they helped Twitter censor certain, certain tweets and certain people by taking away the Hunter Biden laptop story that was done by the New York post. Now, like I said, I I did post something on Twitter, and I had people tell me that this didn't prove nothing, uh, that uh, this didn't say nothing about censorship, and this people on the left, and now look same thing with some people on the right. They just close their ears and go la 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 la, and they don't want to hear the truth. And this is this is where I'm gonna go with this right here. But even even Biden and him, Biden's own campaign team did this, and Biden don't even believe it or he just dismisses it this is from breitbart the article reads white house dismissed twitter censor sh- censoring stories on behalf of joe biden as old news that's right ladies and gentlemen this isn't relevant no more it isn't relevant according to the biden administration this is just old news this is just this is something that happened in 2020. Let's leave it in 2020. Let's not talk about it now. This censoring story is it's just old news. Why even care about it? Uh the reason that censorship is still going on in some big tech platforms um I I have I was recently pulled uh, one of my videos were pulled off or one of my podcasts were pulled off because of apparently something that went against the community guidelines um censorship is real and this is why like we said elon musk is hated amongst everybody right now because he says you can have free speech on his platform but biden himself, this is old news he shouldn't have even done this now we also have reports that peter uh yeah no, not peter Dorsey, uh the old twitter um uh, I can't think of his name. Um, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey told Elon Musk, "Hey, just dump all the files." And when somebody asked him, "Hey, be transparent, dump it all," he said, "There might have been some that's been deleted." That was from a tweet from Elon Musk. So, but let, let's let's focus on this before I move on to my next problem with the Biden administration and Biden himself. Um, old news. No, it's not old news. We're still fighting this. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you know that con- the Republican party at least is trying to create laws that would prevent censorship in big tech. That, that, that is happening now. You have people that are still banned off Twitter. You still have people that banned off YouTube. You still got people that ban on a lot of social media outlets. But according to Biden, it's old news. It's not old news. This is fresh in a lot of people's minds. Now, Corrine Jean-Pierre says that the release of Twitter files is a distraction. Um, no, it's not a distraction. She also, uh, White House response to must airing Twitter's dirty laundry. That's from Town Hall. Uh, now, Corrine Jean-Pierre is, is is talking about how this is a distraction and this does not to be said. This is this, this old news and it, it needs to be stopped. Ladies and gentlemen, I think the Biden administration know they stepped their foot in a little bit of doo doo. And you know this story would catch wind, and it's not going to catch wind because mainstream media is trying to suppress it. Bad. I only articles I have it is is from conservative leaning newspapers. Is you're not hearing this from CNN. I'm not getting articles now. I don't watch CNN and Fox News because unfortunately I don't have the cable networks at my home. But I read articles. I look at all. I look at CNN. I look at political. I look at the 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 news outlet part of Apple News, so where I can make sure I'm on top of everything. What what is trending and whatnot. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing this story. How the Biden administration, well, the Biden campaign team at the time, went ahead and helped Twitter censor certain things they didn't like. And look, what did they pay Twitter? We don't know. We don't. We don't know what did Twitter do it free because they're leftist-leaning people. I don't know. But this isn't old news. This is very, very fresh in the minds of people, and a lot of conservatives want answers. All right, let's talk about something else that Biden has is apparently doing um he is skipping a border visit apparently so biden went ahead and took a trip to arizona they are celebrating some investments a billion dollar investment i believe is from uh, taiwan taiwanians or something of that nature they are they are going they're investing millions of dollars or billions of dollars in chip manufacturing in the state of arizona now, ladies and gentlemen, for the past two years, the, the Biden administration has been dodging the border. That is obvious because they don't want to talk nothing about the border. They don't even want to look at pictures of the border. Nothing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big difference from when they were running for president before 2020. Remember, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was at the border crying and weeping at a fist. these. <laughs> Stupid Republicans oppressing people to come over. They're putting them in cages. They're doing this and doing that. You had every Democrat running around. Now, look, the right did the same thing. The, the Republican Party went ahead, got the Biden, was elected. They went to the border and said he implemented all this stuff. And he took what Trump did, they, he reversed and he put them back in cages. And it, I understand the political motive of this. But the Biden administration don't want to go near the border because their border policies stink um why do i say that well 2.3 million migrants encounters the highest ever record in a financial year a fiscal year correction that figure does not include over 600,000 known getaways that cbs or the uh, cb zbp sources told fox news uh capture over the same period So ladies and gentlemen, there is more migrants coming over the border. We have a border crisis. Our southern border is open. This is not counting the year before. Roughly, it's about 2 million migrant encounters, and that's the ones we know about. That's not the ones we don't know about, as they say. So there is a border crisis at the southern border. We are having more illegal immigrants come in. But what does Biden say about it? Now, this was asked by White House correspondent for Fox News, Peter Dorsey. Why go um, Why go to the border state and not visit the border? Very good question. You're going to Arizona. You're the president of the United States. While you're down there, why not go stop? and Look, you don't even have to go look at the border. Just go down there and say hi, hi to the Homeland Security folks. Just, you know, go. just go, you know, try to, you know, encourage the troops a little bit. The people that are trying to protect that country, but his policies are making it hard. Biden goes ahead and says, because there are more important things going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in new enterprise. That's why Biden went to Arizona but you're in a border state, so why not go to the border? Because there's way too many, there's way more important things going on. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are having 2.3 million illegal immigrants encounters at the border, at the southern border. And the year before, we had a little less. We have more migrants and more immigrants. We have caravans coming over to the southern border. But there's more important things like going to see people make computer chips. Because uh, the people invest billions upon billions of dollars in the state of Arizona to make computer chips. That is more important. Now, if he would have said, "There's a lot more important things to do, like the, the 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 shortage crisis or the gasoline prices or you know something of that nature," then I might have, would have said, "Well, he has a point." But, ladies and gentlemen, there's more important things than the southern border. What's more important? Well, might be eating ice cream when he gets on Marine One. Uh, it might be, you know. Talking to Chuck Schumer and getting some, um getting some socialistic idea. Oh, oh no 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 no! Oh Hezekiah, I just thought about it. You know what was more important than going and see the border, pushing gun control. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Biden went ahead, and I, I have the article. Let me. Uh, I need to find it. Ah, uh, I seen it a while ago. Ah, uh, it might be on my news. <laughs> Let me go find it. Uh, I saw it earlier. Oh. Yes, by Fox News, Biden, President Biden renews push to ban assault weapons. President Biden renewed a push to ban assault weapons on Wednesday as he spoke to survivors and families impacted by gun violence. The president delivered the remarks at the 10th annual national vigil for all victims of gun violence. That's Oh, I'm so happy I picked that up. I'm so happy I saw this article early because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's the problem in America. That is the most important issue in America. We need to stop gun violence, ladies and gentlemen. How many of these migrants that came across probably with MS13 are gang members? I, I'm 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 just this is questions. How many of these? How many of these migrants that came across were criminals ladies and gentlemen, it's just not about migrants coming Look a lot of these people that come across the border are bringing fentanyl and bringing drugs and are killing the American people But no, no, I, I found out what's more important to President Joe Biden It is to stay it is to stop gun violence and push gun control if you remember in the first segment, I, ju- I said this, I said, I-, I-, I will call out anyone that tries to take away our constitution or the constitutional rights that are put in there. This is Biden right here trying to take away. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's more important for the president of the United States to try to take away our second amendment right than protecting our country. Uh, just that hey. That's that's what that's what I'm getting from this. See, ladies and gentlemen, the southern border is not a big issue to Biden, because more a lot of Democrats, including Biden, believe in something called open borders. They want our country not to have borders. They want everyone to come in and ex and and, and, and want uh, wants to for, they want us to forgive. They want people to come in so we can be forgiven of our past wrongs. And that's not how that goes, ladies and gentlemen. Look, everybody makes mistakes, and our country has their fair share. But you don't go ahead and say, "Oh, let's go ahead and give everything away. Let's give our freedoms away." Let's no, ladies and gentlemen, everyone that's crossing over that border that's illegal needs to go back to Mexico. and, and go the right, do the right process of becoming a citizen of this great nation. But yes, the president thinks there's more important things than going visit the border. Like going talk about computer chips and also talking about gun violence. Or, or, or that might be another thing too, Hezekiah. They might, they, they, they might, he might have to go to an abortion rally and push for women's rights on abortion. That's more important Then protecting the people of this great nation from illegal immigrants. And it is sad. It is sad that our president don't want to take the time out of his busy schedule. Like I said, he probably had to go eat some ice cream after he made the visit. We don't know. With that being said, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this world's going to bring you down. This world's going to not help you at all. But guess what? Greater he is in us than he does in the world. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. You be blessed. You be encouraged. That's all the time we have for the, the, this episode. Be, please like, subscribe. You have a good one.